Remember, people want to see you. People do business with people. You're listening to Small Minded, the podcast that believes being small is a good thing because small steps lead to big impact, small towns have a big heart, and small businesses play a big role in our modern way of life. I'm your host, Molly Knuth, and here at Small Minded, we share stories and strategies to help small towns and small businesses flourish. Here's to a life well-lived, being small-minded. Hey friend, in today's episode of the Small-Minded Podcast, we're tackling a common topic that we talk about here, social media marketing for small businesses, but it's a little bit different than I usually show up because this is a recording of a presentation and training that I gave over on Facebook Live just a few weeks ago. But in this training, we talk about what's working right now on social media for small businesses, not what worked in 2021, not what worked in 2019, not what worked way back at the end of 2016 and early 2017 when I started Molly Knuth Media. We're talking about what is working today, spring 2022. Because as you guys know, and I know, the algorithm went through some major shifts on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok earlier this year. And it left a lot of small business owners reeling, feeling like the things they had been doing just didn't work anymore. And what I did, because I have access to a lot of client accounts, is because is that I could extract some common themes. And I could not just see what was happening to my singular account, but I could see what was happening across the board regardless of follower count, regardless of industry, regardless of frequency of posting. I could see what was changing and what was being prioritized and how showing up with different formats or in different ways really did make a difference. So in today's episode, we are digging into what works now. So if you're a small business owner, if you are someone who manages social media accounts for small business owners or organizations, this is going to be a good one. I recommend having a piece of paper and a pencil nearby so you can take some notes. And I would absolutely love to hear what your takeaways are. So screenshot this episode, make sure to share it to your stories or to your newsfeed and tag me at Molly Knuth Media or at Small Minded Podcast and let me know what your big takeaway was from this episode. I like seriously light up as soon as I see that we get another review or I see that you guys learned something from an episode or made a connection. And so this would be huge if I could see what your takeaway was from this social media specific episode. All right, no more talking, no more introducing. Let's dig right in to what's working right now on social. Hello there, everybody. It has been so long since I've done one of these lives from our MKM platform. So I'm going to just double check real quick that this is going, that you guys can see me. If you are watching and you can see in here, please just like drop a little thumbs up in the comments or tell me, hey, where you're from. Um, but I am going to double check that real quick. So I'm not just like sending messages. I'm making sure that this is working right. So let me just. Okay, perfect. Looks like we have a couple viewers on. So welcome, welcome, everybody. I'm seeing thumbs up so you guys can hear me. Perfect. Okay. If you're new here, oh, it's Sarah. Sarah's one of my buddies. Bailey's here. Bailey, welcome. Awesome. You guys, I am so pumped to be here today. Um, there have been so many changes since the beginning of 2022 with social media marketing for small businesses. And I was like, we need to just have a moment and talk about what is working 
So that small business owners who don't have a marketing department, don't have a consultant on hand, you guys get the best practices and you understand what's working for you right now. So I'm going to put on my ring light real quick. It's a little dark in here today. There we go. Uh, my name is Molly Knuth. I have Molly Knuth Media here in Cascade, Iowa. And this little business of mine started about five, almost six years ago. And it just kind of happened. I was a stay-at-home mom of four kids. And a business owner in town saw that I was helping with some community groups uh, with their Facebook marketing. And he asked, it was actually my dad and my cousin, they asked if I could help them with some Facebook marketing and some admin work. And so I was doing some stuff behind the scenes on the side. And pretty soon the Facebook stuff was really taking off. And then that business told another business, told another business. And by 2017, Molly Knuth Media was officially formed. So we do still do a lot of social media marketing for clients, but we are also moving into things like graphic design services, web design, consulting and coaching. Because you guys as small business owners, don't have everything, all the departments like corporations do. You need someone that you can turn to that has the information and can guide you. So I'm so glad you're here today and that I can be that guide for you this morning. So without further ado, now that you know a little bit more about me, I will go into today's topic of what is working right now on social media. Uh, we're going to cover six basic topics. This will be kept on my Facebook page so you guys can rewatch it. At any time, if you have questions or if something works for you or doesn't work for you as we're going through these various topics or you have tips, please drop them in the comments. And then I'll just be checking in every so often to see what comments are rolling in. And if there's a question, I'll address it while we're live. Okay, here we go. All right, so what is working right now on social media? So these six topics that we're going to focus on today are talking about social media strategy photos for social media, videos for social media, storytelling, platforms, and relatability, okay? And these could be interchangeable. We could have talked through this at any given order, but this is just the one we're going with. <laughs> All right, so first up, strategy is so important these days in social media marketing. Now, back in 2017, like I said, when we got started, Social media was kind of a new concept to our main street small business owners here in Cascade. And so it was simple as we're posting a video and people were like, oh my gosh, look at this video of Cascade. And people were just loving it. But now things have changed. People using these social media platforms are smarter. They see business advertisements and posts all the time. It's not unique anymore. In addition, the algorithms have changed. So I'm sure you've heard this word, algorithms. And what that is, is the process that social media platforms use to figure out what you as the platform user are interested in. What is that content that you're likely to like or click on or videos that you're likely to watch? And they'll figure out like length of time you like to watch videos, topics and subject matter that you seem to prefer over others. And then they'll give you more of that kind of content. And that is done, or it was initially done, because there was such an array of content being created that there was no possible way for one person to see all of the content from their friends and family that they were following. So the algorithm was the social media company's ways of filtering out the things that you weren't interested in and giving you the information that you are interested in. And now, now that we're a few years removed from that, we can see some of the positives and 
the negatives of that kind of approach. But the algorithm still is in place. And so as business owners, it's important for us to know that that algorithm exists and that in order for us to show up on social media in front of the audience that we want to show up to, it isn't as simple as just putting a post out there and it goes to all 600 of my followers on Facebook or all 150 followers on my Instagram. Only a percentage of your followers are actually seeing your posts. The way to get more of your followers to see your posts or to even stretch into people who aren't following you yet is to understand the algorithm and have a strategy that gets people to engage with the posts that you're creating or the content that you're creating and then ultimately drive them to the direction that is going to help your business. Because we're here for business, right? We're business owners. We're not here for hobby. So while we are having fun and creating posts and engaging with our audience, one of our ultimate goals is to drive sales or bookings or product interest for our business. And so in order to do that, we have to have a strategy or plan that guides people to our ultimate business goals. So just posting to post, it gives you that practice. It gives you those reps so you can get consistent and you understand the layout of Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. If you're just getting started with social media marketing, absolutely just post whatever so that you learn. But if you are a business owner who's been on social for six months, six years, a strategy is where you need to go next. Now, the strategy, it's just a series of steps, how you do things. It's a fancy word, but it's really not a fancy tactic. What it is, is just a guide that allows you to take your followers from where they are and get them to the next best step that's going to improve their mindset or their lives with your product or the service that you offer. And with a social media strategy, it's important to realize that we can do this just a little bit at a time. So in traditional marketing methods, like newspaper ads, magazine ads, radio spots, TV commercials, you have a limited time and space to get your message across to your followers and your viewers. With social media, we don't have those restrictions. So we don't have to like word vomit all into one post and be like, there, I did it, I'm done. Our goal as social media marketers and as a small business owner, if you're using social media, you're a social media marketer too. So our goal is to get people a little bit at a time understanding who we are, what we do, how we help them, and giving them the steps and the agency and empowerment to make the right decisions that work for them. So with a strategy, and again, a strategy is just a series of steps, this allows you to map out what you're going to talk about each day that gets your followers to know you, like you, trust you, and ultimately do business with you. And the way I do this is creating a quarterly and then a monthly map so that I know exactly what my focus is for the month, and then I can use social media best practices and social media posts that I know work to get my followers to that next best place. So for example, one of my clients that I work with is a fitness instructor, and she has a series that launches at the beginning of April, and it runs for three months. So when we were mapping out what to talk about for March, What we wanted to do at the beginning of the month was really educate our followers on how fitness is more than just getting your workout done. It's about eating right. It's about having accountability and consistency. And so for the beginning of the month, we really 
made sure that we were giving our followers agency so they knew what they could do to improve how they felt, their energy levels, their confidence. And then we, at the end of the month, knew that it was going to be that uh, marketing time to drive sales for the business. So our strategy was to educate people on tools and ways that they could get to where they ultimately wanted to go. And then we came in with the business side and said, here's a way that we can help you. Now that you know us and you like us and trust us, here's something that we can do to help you get to your goals quicker. And so as a business owner, when you're thinking about what you're talking about on social media, I would advise you to do the same thing. Create, maybe start with like a quarter two map since we're at the end of March right now, a quarter two map that says, what are those products or those services that I know people are interested in in the late spring, early summer months? Or what are those products and services that you're launching and you really want to drive sales towards? And then you can plug those into certain months of the year. And then you look at each month on its own and say, okay, if in April I'm driving towards, let's say you're a photographer. In April, I'm really driving towards family sessions. In May, I'm really driving towards senior sessions. In um, June, I'm really driving towards uh, senior sessions again. That just helps you know what to talk about throughout all those months. All right, photos. So we talked about strategy. Now the next step in your social media approach and what's working on social is photos. For a long time, everybody, and I really love brand photos. I think they're great. Every business should have at least a headshot and maybe a few professional level photos so that you can use those on your website or in print marketing so that it looks really crisp, really clear, high level, best possible image of you. But Don't fall into thinking that you can only post the really pretty, really polished pictures on social media. Social media is people just coming as they are. It's where they're spending their time. Like if you go to the grocery store, do you, as a woman, if you're like, do you make sure that you're always fresh faced and you're always um, dressed to the nines to go to the store? Some of you may, but likely a lot of you do not. So don't feel like when you come to social media, you can only show up dressed to the nines. Actually, right now, a lot of what's working, which is what you guys are here for, is a balance of those really beautiful branded photos with the candid everyday, this is how it is. The other thing that's working really well right now with photos is having multiple images on a post. So what I mean by that is not taking images and putting them into a collage that's a single image. What I mean is uploading five, six, ten pictures in a Facebook post. On Instagram, creating those carousel swipeables that are ten images. Ten is your maximum that you can do. But having multiple images allows people to get interested and then click through. And like we talked about the algorithm a little bit ago, To get the algorithm to work for you, one thing that really helps is by having people click on your photos. The more clicks you get on photos, the more Facebook and Instagram's algorithms say, oh my gosh, there's something interesting here. People are loving this. Let's give this post a little bit more traction. And if you have those multiple images and you're getting people to click through, you're also using the algorithm to work for your business page and you're getting yourself that extra reach and engagement. Um, I'm going to demonstrate that in just a second. But remember, people want to see you. People do business with people. You can have the coolest products in the world with the best product photography, but people still are going to engage on social media more with a picture of you or your team member than they will with just a product shot consistently. 
So remember to balance that out. If you're a product or like particular with product-based businesses, we want to just focus on what the products are and how they help. But don't forget that every so often you need to be talking about you, your team, the people behind the business, because especially in small towns, that is what people connect with. Okay. So don't be camera shy. I know there's a lot of you out there watching being like, oh, I hate getting my picture taken. But I challenge you to try it. Okay. You can do simple things to make your pictures a little higher quality, like this ring light. So see, look at my face right now with extra light on it. And then if I shut this off, like it gets all shadowy. But if you just, you don't need to purchase a ring light if you don't want to. This one I have is, it was like $12 on Amazon. But also if you just take a selfie while you're facing the window, the natural light will help make this look a little bit better. Or you can just take photos on a day where you are like makeup done, hair done, so that you feel a little more confident about your appearance. Um, but don't feel like you have to. So for example, I'm gonna go over here to my page. All right, so here is, this is obviously a branded photo. I had a photo shoot last year. So again, I'm using a balance of this. So I have like a polished up photo, but down here a little further, it was last week sometime. I've been testing a lot of things because Facebook has been changing a lot. Here's another like polished photo. Here's this one. So look at this, like the numbers. So that one that I posted yesterday, that was a super polished photo or even just this one up here. So we see 1,200 reach, 200 engagements. Now down here in this post, I've got a polished photo with some candid photos. So you can see I've got 900 reach, but more engagement. And engagement is the big driver for the algorithm. And that's what's going to get Facebook to say, this is a good page. This is what people are interested. Let's expose more people to this uh, business. So if you know some of these simple little tips and you can balance it out, then you're going to be able to get social media to work for you in your business. So again, a lot of pictures on a post helps increase click-throughs. Look at this picture is blurry. My daughter just took it on a whim. If you go over to my Instagram stories and Facebook stories today, You'll see pictures of my kids giving me a spa day last night. And those are like the worst pictures I've ever taken of myself. But I was like, this is funny. People will love it. So these are just really candid pictures. But in sharing those, people connect with it. And by using multiple images and knowing that those clicks will help drive engagement, that helps bring up the overall benefit of the post, which helps drive engagement for my page. So you can see that overall, like in the last 28 days, my engagements are way up, my reach is way up because I've been using some of these tips. Okay, my last statement about photos. Learn the rules and how the algorithm can work for you. Learn the trends and what's happening right now because things change from time to time on these social platforms. But learn what works so that you can put it to work for you. Okay, that's my tip on this photos topic. Okay, checking in with our viewers. Looks like we've got a few people watching right now. Do you guys have anything that you've been learning or testing out with photos in particular that you've found to work or not work? Um, or do you guys have questions about anything so far? Just drop them in the comments and I'll make sure to follow up as I'm going through the, our next topic. All right, next up is videos. TikToks and Reels are cool, right? And if you guys have TikTok, you know that this is like a platform that's hot right now. It's been hot for the last two years. And so Instagram adopted that TikTok format into what they call Reels, and Facebook is bringing Reels into. But 
Don't feel like you have to do those trending audios. Don't feel like you have to do those fun dances or like embarrassing dances if that's how you feel about it. It doesn't have to be a reel or a TikTok to work for you. Again, remember, we need to learn the rules and what's working and trending right now and put it to work for us in the way that works for us. So don't feel like in order to make video work for you, it has to be a TikTok or a reel or like commercial level production. Any video is hot right now. So think about what is some of the content you already have? How can we turn that into a video content, a piece of video content, so that it works for us? Now, especially over on Instagram right now, video is killing, okay? So for example, um, okay, so if we look at Instagram on a desktop, I always need to preface this. If we look at Instagram on a desktop, you're not going to get all of the details and the metrics that you do from your mobile app version, okay? So you're going to see some of the metrics, but we don't see all of them like we do when we're looking at it from the mobile app. So let's say I've got like this static post here. I got about 20 likes on it. I had some comments, which is good. Um, If I bring this post up on my app, let's see what the reach was on it. So this post says it reached 512 accounts. Now, learning and knowing that video is working right now, I took this same Canva template, you guys, and I just added a video background on Canva. So instead of just having a plain black background, I took, or I searched for black background in the videos tab of Canva, and I put this in here. This post reached 1,200 accounts, 700 of which did not follow me. So that's getting me out in front of more people. It had 49 likes, two shares, and three saves. So I did the same thing yesterday. I'm like, okay, video's working here. And again, it's not like I'm reinventing the wheel. I'm not doing a TikTok dance. I am not going out and like spending hours to create video clips and then edit it together. I'm simply using a Canva graphic that I would otherwise, like two months ago, have just had a plain colored black background. And I'm just adding a video motion background because I know that this is what's working right now on Instagram. I posted this last night and it's already reached almost 500 accounts, about 20% of which were non-followers. So video is working right now. Now over on Facebook, video is still working. It's not as hot as it is on Instagram. So This same post that got me a reach of 500 over on Instagram has a reach of about 400 on Facebook. So what I would do if I were to do this again, um, I can still just post the same thing for sake of time and efficiency, but I, I think standard like static graphics are working really well on Facebook. The ones that are working really best, honestly, are the ones that aren't even like created in Canva. If I just went to like type in a post question or statement or quote, and then give it like a colorful background through Facebook's post itself. That's what's working really well for graphics on Facebook right now. So the different platforms are working differently and they're getting different engagement. So I would say video super hot over on Instagram. Facebook not as hot with the video, but it's you can still use the same theme or even like that same quote and I would just turn it into a video format for Instagram, turn it into like a static like standard Canva graphic or something for Facebook, keep the same caption, but we're learning the rules of what's working on each platform and using it for our advantage. 
Um, these are my famous last words. <laughs> so maybe like tomorrow you'll see me dancing on camera, but I'm like, I'm through, like I did the Canva or like the reels dancing while I was doing that. And what I found about reels is that it is a really good way to get awareness and to get people excited about your account. I've got a friend who is doing a TikTok test out and she's posting multiple TikToks a day and she's seen insane growth and her sales for her business are really up. But for me, I'm like, I'm, I'm seeing engagement from Reels. I'm not seeing a lot of those conversions. So it's all about testing out what works best for you and your audience too. But for me, I'm not dancing on camera anymore. But I know how I can make video work for me and that's what I'm putting to use, okay? So I encourage you to do the same thing. School's out for summer. Just kidding. Here at MKM School is just getting started, and we are now enrolling for the June session of MKM Social School, all about writing captions that convert for your business. In our signature MKM Social School program, we bring together small town, small business owners who want to know what's working right now. They want to know the best practices, the tips and the tricks that help their social media marketing stand out and get them in front of their ideal client and customers online. In this month's Social School All About Writing Captions, we're going to help you understand how to format the caption section of your social media posts. Sometimes we want to come across with emotions. Sometimes we want to entertain. Sometimes we want to educate. But we're going to show you the best practices for writing so that you can engage your audience, hook their attention, prove that you are the business owner that they need to work with right now, and we're going to show you how to get that call to action written so they know what to do to work with you and take that next step in the business relationship with your business. Sound like something you're looking for? Well, I'm not done yet. <laughs> in MKM Social School, you get a week, the first week of the program, a week of small bite-sized video trainings and tutorials so that you're getting little bits of best practices that you can implement each day for seven days. You're also going to get the resources and supplemental materials to help you start writing these captions a little quicker, a little more efficiently, and a lot more effectively. You are also going to get an opportunity to sit with me in a Q&A session so you can ask me all the questions, writing or not, and get answers right away. So you're not stumbling around on social media wondering if what you're working is effective, wondering if you are getting a return on that investment. You're going to walk out of social school knowing the best practices for writing those captions and converting your audience. All right, head over to mollyknuthmedia.com slash shop and sign up for MKM Social School's June session. While you're there, check it out and you can either join for the one-month membership or our annual membership plan. With that plan, you actually get two months for free. So we hope to see you in June social school. So school is not out this summer. We want to see you inside. All right, next up, what's working is storytelling. And storytelling always works, you guys. When you sit around, I want you to think about like when you're with friends or with family or you come into work on Monday and you're talking with your teammates. What do you guys say? You say, oh, what did you do this weekend? And typically, I would guess you guys aren't like, well, I took 10,000 steps. Oh, I spent X amount of dollars. Oh, I am measuring your moments in numbers, right? 
a lot of times with what we do in our businesses and with our social media is we attribute success or failure to numbers. And numbers can inform us, but they are not what connect us to the people on the other side of these screens, okay? So if what you are doing is looking to only improve sales, there's strategies and tactics to do that. But if you are looking to improve sales and create those relationships that establish customers and clients who are going to continue to work with you, who are going to be your advocates, who are going to tell their friends about what you do, that doesn't happen just because you had a viral TikTok post. That happens because you tell stories and you provide examples and you provide education to your followers and the people that you work with. Because storytelling is what is passed down from generation to generation. It's what we sit around the table and talk about. It's what we're like, oh, remember that time at high school? Oh, man. We, as people, connect through stories. And we share through stories. So on social media, we can't just compete using the lowest discounted price. We can't just compete thinking that a viral post is going to like take our business to the next level. What's going to differentiate us and what's going to make our business successful over the long term is getting people to connect with us through stories that they can remember. And to do this, pull from your experiences. So you can start with saying, you know, here's how I started my day today. That's a story. Here's what I do when I sit down to my desk. You tell a story. Here's what I did in a moment when I thought I made this huge mistake in my photography business. And here's what I learned from it and tell a story. So through these stories, people remember you better and you position yourself as a guide. So if you need more on this, there's a book that I love in a podcast. It's called Building a Story Brand. And right now the name of the author is escaping Donald Miller. But it talks about how those brands and businesses and those people who have really become icons and have had the most impact are focused on not being the hero in other people's stories. They are focused on being the guide, like we kind of talked about earlier. They're focused on being the guide to help the heroes do the next best step for them. So as the business owner, you can share stories that prove your expertise, that help your experience teach other people how to or not to do something. And that will not only help them remember that story or that example, but it will help them remember you. And they might not need your product or your service in the moment, but when they do need a plumber or an electrician or a new pair of jeans, they'll remember that story that you shared and then they'll think of you and go do business with you, okay? So don't get caught up in the numbers and the reach and the algorithm, even though that's what we've talked about already in this mini training, if you will. But the thing that's going to get their attention are all those things that we talked about. The graphics, the um, strategy, that's going to get their attention and get them aware of you. But what's going to take people to that level of doing relationship with you and doing business with you is how they view you. And that's by positioning yourself with the stories telling format. Instagram and Facebook stories and TikToks and podcasts, all of these are great marketing options and avenues. What I want you to do is think about how can we tell stories in short little bits in a serial format that really bring people together in community and get people to connect with us so that they think of us the next time they need what our business offers, okay? 
my friend who's doing TikToks, she like, when I thought of TikToks, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to like go do a song and dance. I'm going to have to like spend hours. Cause I've done that for reels where I've spent like an hour getting one reel because I was like filming different clips and putting it together. And for me, that is fun. But also I was like, wow, that was a lot of time to put into one Facebook or one Instagram post. But one thing that my friend taught me, and she is um, going through that, like I said, a training program and challenge for TikTok is to think about it like stories that you're telling throughout your day. And I was like, duh, this is what I do for Instagram and Facebook posts. Why was I not thinking about that? But it translates like that to Instagram and Facebook stories too. What I'm doing is not just talking about what I sell all the time. What I'm doing is bringing you into my life. And as I go through parts of my day, I'm like, oh, this is a teachable moment. And my followers might need to know this. And when you think in that regards, then your message can translate to Instagram stories. It can translate to a Facebook post. It can translate to a podcast. But think about the parts of your day that can inform and guide your audience to do something that makes their lives better. And then think about the format or the platform that works best on for your people you want to impact. I hope this is like making sense. I feel like I'm kind of all over the place. I'm trying to structure this, but I'm like, I feel that I keep going backwards and forwards. Because a lot of this is kind of like crossing over and doubling back. All right. Now, you might be asking yourself, all right, Molly, you just said I could do this on Instagram stories. I could do this on Facebook stories. I could do this on TikTok. I could do a podcast. I could do an email platform. You talked about websites before. So where do I go? I'm only one person. I only have myself or I only have a small team. How do I know where to go and what to focus my efforts on? What I do and what I recommend my clients do is not to try to be everywhere at once, okay? That is the surest way to not see the like impact that you could. It's also the surest way to burn yourself out and be like, this is so much work and so much time. I'm not gonna do this anymore. And with any kind of marketing, particularly with social media marketing, I want you to pick something that you feel excited about that you feel like you can come back to consistently and that your followers are going to be found on. Because if, like for example, let's say I'm selling vitamins for men, okay? But I love to show up on Instagram. Now, Instagram is great. There are a lot of guys on Instagram. But there's also a lot like a lot of females that engage on Instagram. So maybe if you're talking about vitamins, your target audience is men of a certain age, Think about where their age demographic might be hanging out. For me, like my rule of thumb is like they're on TikTok, they're on YouTube, they're on Facebook, but they don't engage on Facebook very much. So they can be found, but you just need to know what platforms they're on. So when you're choosing what platform to go to, pick one that you're going to stick to, that excites you, that you can be consistent in producing content on, and that your audience is also going to be found on. Because you can produce all the content and show up consistently, but if your audience is on a different platform, it's not going to be beneficial. So I want you to, when you're talking about what platforms to show up on, don't just show up on like the newest, sexiest platform just because. Think about it critically. And think about where are you likely to gain the awareness of the people that you want to do business with? Where are those followers the most likely to engage with you? And then use your social platforms to do that, okay? And then to like actually make the sale for your business, you want to have some kind of owned space off of the social platforms. So 
this isn't, I can't remember who I attribute this to. This is not my like unique idea. But social media platforms, we are at the mercy of the social media corporations. So if they decide to, for example, take away the jobs feature, like on Facebook, so many of my clients were using the Facebook jobs feature for recruitment. And so like we would put a job out, people could use Facebook like a jobs board, they could search for jobs in certain industries or in their location. Last month, Facebook took that away. And I'm like, oh, but I have nothing to say about it. I can't do that because I am not sitting at a desk at Facebook. Facebook doesn't call me for my opinion. They do what's best for their company. And then we as the users, especially since we're using it for free, we as the users are at the mercy of the changes that they make for the betterment of their business. Now, if you don't want to deal with that, it's important to have space that you own off of the social media platforms. So that could be an email list. So I use Flowdesk, and this is where I send emails to my email subscribers. It could be a website. So like I have mollyknuthmedia.com, and that's where I can update my information. That's where I can list out all my products and services that are available. That's where people can contact me. I also have a podcast because I can control what goes out as that messaging. Like people can subscribe if they want to see it and then it shows up for them, okay? But if I just am hinging all of my sales, all of my conversions on social media, I am at the mercy of what they decide to do, okay? So someday they take away Instagram shops. We don't have a say over that, but we can make sure that we still have that capability by having a Shopify site or something that's off of social. So what I suggest my clients do is to use a social media platform, especially if you're just getting started with this, pick one that you're going to do consistently. After you get comfortable and consistent on that platform, then maybe go to two. But then you ultimately are like using that to create relationships, gain awareness, engage with your followers and your people. But then when it's time to like sell or tell people like, you know, hey, I'm available on these days if you want to schedule with me, then have a website that you can drive them to or you have an email list or something like that so that you can still be in contact with them no matter what algorithm changes happen. And with the last few months, changes have been coming down hot and fast from Meta, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, There's a lot of changes happening over on TikTok as well. Um, There's always going to be like your Twitters and your YouTubes and your LinkedIns too. Like those are all social media platforms you can utilize. I prefer to work in the big three, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. But use those to connect and start the relationship and then take the relationship further through your email or your podcasting or your blogging or your website so that you have control over those spaces, okay? But we've talked about a lot. When you're thinking about what do I do next after this, go pick one site that you're, or platform that you're going to focus on, implement these tips on that one platform. And then you can implement these other tips a little bit at a time. Don't try to tackle it all at once. I've talked about a lot of things, but just start a little bit at a time. Keep your platform simple, but drive them to your big goals for your business. All right, last topic we're going to touch on. What's working right now on social is relatability. If you're constantly like, I can't show up until this is perfect. I cannot make this post until I know there's no typos. I cannot launch this podcast until I know all the things about podcasting. I cannot post this blog until I know that the SEO keywords are all keyed in. I cannot, you get the picture. 
If you wait until you are ready, you will always be waiting. And right now, showing up only as the perfect, polished, put-together account, that's not necessarily what's connecting with people. And there's people on the other side of every screen that is engaging with you on social media. What people are connecting with are the messages, the stories, the things that they're like, ah, me too, that's me. So showing up in the less perfect but relatable form can be the differentiator that you're looking for. So don't feel like you have to wait until you're quote unquote ready. Dive into what you're doing today and just document it. And this will create an audience that is hungry to get more content from you. I use this example all the time, but like back in the day when my husband and I would like, before we had four kids and like at night, we'd just like lay in bed and fall right asleep. Like we used to watch TV together and we'd be like, okay, what do we watch? And inevitably, my husband would always land on like the History Channel or the Science Channel and we'd watch episode after episode of How It's Made. And I'd be like, oh, not this again. But then I was like, oh, that's how they make a football? Oh my gosh. And I remember an episode about eyeglasses. And I was like, oh, wow, this is like stuff I had no idea about. Because it's the documenting of the things that we are like missing out on when we only see the front side polished version that's like, oh, that is what's interesting. And that's what people want to know more about. That's what people will keep coming back for. And so this works super well in like Instagram and Facebook stories. So you can just like document the day to day and people will keep coming back for more. So don't feel like you can only post like to your Instagram grid or your Facebook posts. There's always going to be space and time for getting things cleaned up and making your grid look really beautiful and aesthetic. And I do like, I like to get my clients and my own grid on Instagram there. But for the short term, if you want to have impact, dive into just what you're doing and get going and document your process. And if you like, that works really well on places like Instagram and Facebook stories. Don't overthink, just press publish and go. (laughs) All right, guys. So I said this would be 45 minutes and for once in my life, I did it. If you guys know me, if you've been here for a long time, you know I'm a talker and I'm an explainer. And so I was like, ooh, 45 minutes might be tight for me to go through all this, but we did it. Um, So we've got a few minutes. If you guys have any questions or you want more clarification or you have tips or strategies that you guys want uh, me to give some guidance on, please drop them into the comments. I'm happy to um, fill the remaining minutes with what you guys want to know most. Um, While I'm waiting for comments to come in, we do, if you want more from me about what's working right now to help get your business marketing better or get your business to the next level, we do have a couple of programs coming up in April. So our signature MKM Social School is coming up. We're doing a four-week session that's focused on these themes, telling stories using Instagram stories and Facebook stories. So for the four weeks in April, our social school students are going to work on showing up using stories best practices. They're going to get a list of my 100 best story starters to get them thinking and just posting and hitting publish. Um, They're also going to get Canva templates that they can customize and use in stories. And there are cash prizes. So um, if you want more information for that, that's over at mollyknuthmedia.com slash shop. It has all the information about cost of the program as well as cash prizes and details about what you'll get inside. 
Um, our other offering is our brand new business school mastermind. And this is for a variety. So let me back up. Social school is perfect for the person who is like, I want to get better at social media. I want to grow awareness. I want to create relationships with my customers. I really need to work on the accountability and consistency portion of my marketing. That's who social school is for. Business school is for the business owner who is beyond that startup phase. They have awareness. People know what their business is about, but they want help getting to the next level. So they might need HR support. They might need financial support, like financial knowledge support. I'm not giving out grants. Um, They might need things like just places to ask other women about how they grew their business. So business school is about all-encompassing, bringing people together, bringing in experts to provide guidance, bringing in experts to present information to us, and then using the collective knowledge of the group to help us all get to the next level in our business. I've been in masterminds before, and like the collective intelligence is so motivating. Like It always gets my creative juices going. I always find women in the group that I can network and bounce ideas off of, and I love it. So this business school starts each month with a topic of focus. So in April, we're working with Mariah Danielson of Wander Design Co., who's going to walk us through finding our business why. In May, we're working for our focus of the month with Jade Boyd, who is all about business minimalism and improving business productivity, efficiency, and organization. And then for the other weeks of each of those months, we're bringing in guest experts for office hours so that you can ask questions to trusted professionals in a variety of industries. So we have an attorney coming in for one week. We have um, a CPA coming in for one week. We've got an HR professional coming in. We've got somebody who focuses on like entrepreneurial health coming in to talk to us about those things. And so it'll be a variety of people that you can have access to. And then we'll also have group um, Zoom sessions to help us get the collective knowledge of the group. So anyway, that's MKM Business School. There's more information on that too over at mollyknuthmedia.com slash shop. Business school, you can subscribe for one month at a time, or you can subscribe for a three month membership. And then you'll get, uh, if you do the three month, you also get a one on one bonus strategy session for your specific business with me. Okay, that's it for the sale part. Michelle says, Have you seen your reach decline over the past week or on all posts or just certain types on Facebook and Instagram? So I would say that's a really good question. Um, I'm going to get out of this screen share. Okay. So overall, I would say from December to today, reach on all of my platforms really took a nosedive in February. Um, In March, I feel like I wasn't really noticing it so much like in January and February, but the beginning of March, I was like, what happened in the month of February? It wasn't like I was dramatically changing my approach or anything like that. But as I was looking at not only my business, but I have clients, all of us in February took a hit. And so that let me know that it was more than just what I was doing. It was like it had to be algorithm or program wide. And so I got curious and I, that's when I began testing things. And this is what I recommend to you guys too. If you ever notice like a big change, ask questions to others and see if they're experiencing the same thing. And then also say, get curious and say, all right, I'm going into testing mode. Obviously what I've been doing is not working the same way it did. So let's try out some other things. And this is where I found those um, tips like using video backgrounds or um, using those Facebook posts that are really, really simple, but they're working. So yes, overall reach is down from 2021. But in March, like by knowing some of these tips, putting these uh, 
tips and strategy into use, I've been able to counteract a lot of it. And I'll be able to inform you more by Friday because um, the last day of the month is when we crunch numbers for all of our clients here at MKM. So we implemented a lot of changes and different approaches in the last four weeks because of what we saw happen in February. And so I'll be able to see and measure if those changes made a big result. But from like initial numbers, things are looking good. Engagement is up. The number of DMs and messages that me and my clients have been getting has gone up. So that's good. I would also say, like we talked about, like the midway through this, like we all like to measure our success on numbers. So like metrics of reach and engagement and click throughs and stuff like that. So that's all like ways to inform us as of if things are working or not. The ultimate measure of if things are working is how is that driving sales and relationships? Are you getting more messages? Are you finding that people are inquiring more about your services? Are your sales up or down? And that can inform us on what's working or not. Now, if you notice your social media numbers are down and your sales are down, then it's time to maybe go back to that strategy that we talked about first and say, okay, what do we need to change here? How do I need to drive people to my ultimate goals a little bit better? And you can always bring on somebody like myself as a consultant or a coach. There's a lot of social media coaches and marketing coaches and consultants out there that can help you. You don't have to do it alone. And then you can figure out ways to get people to ultimately go towards what you're driving towards. But if you're like seeing your social media numbers go down, but your sales are happening, then that's okay. Then just like be like, all right, things are weird this month. We're going to keep going. So that wouldn't be an indication of like a major business problem. It would just be more of like a social media messaging issue. Okay, I hope all that makes sense. Thanks for your question, Michelle. Always like seeing your face here. Okay, I think that's all the questions I've seen come in. Let me just double check over here so I'm not missing anybody. Okay, I don't see any other comments. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I hope you had some tips and some hacks that you can put to use right away. Remember, social media is a long game, so you don't have to implement everything right away. Pick a platform, start including some of these things that you learned a little bit at a time, and um, go from there. Reach out anytime you guys have questions. Uh, if you want more information about social school or business school, absolutely send me a PM or head over to mollyknuthmedia.com shop. I'd love to see you in our educational programs next month. And I'm going live tomorrow too. If you guys are more interested in business strategy, make sure that you go over to um, same time tomorrow, same place, but we're talking more about how I shift things in my business. All right. Thanks everybody. Have a happy Wednesday. Hey there. Thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of the Small Minded Podcast, the place on the internet where we celebrate small towns, small businesses, and the people who love them. If you enjoyed this episode, we would be forever grateful to have a review of your experience over on iTunes, Spotify, our website, or wherever you tuned in today. And as always, we welcome you sharing this podcast with your friends and family on social. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Small Minded Podcast or at mollyknuthmedia.com slash podcast. Please go out, make today a good one. Take a small step towards a bigger impact. Here's to a life well lived being small minded. <laughs>